This is As of Late Podcast. It's your boy Titus, and we got Takomi Hines in the building. What's going on, my brother? What's up, fam? I kind of got a little country. Takobi. <laughs> like, Kobe? Yeah. Hey, that sounds like my mom. <laughs> Yo. That Mecklenburg County came out a little bit. I was like, Kobe? Yo, man, bro. And, I mean, you got some Rocky Mountain in you, too, then. <laughs> That's exactly what that sound like. I mean, shout out to 252, man. Yeah. I got mad. Yes, my brother, man. Like, we talk about a particular, it's a particular breed of Rocky Mountain where you know a Rocky Mountain cat when you see one. You see? <laughs> but it's like, I could tell, like, and it's not Rocky Mountain. And I know, bro, we get that all the time. Like, yo, y'all from Rocky Mountain? Mm-hmm. Damn, nah, that's like Colorado. <laughs> like, nah, bro, like, we are from Rocky Mount. There's no mm-hmm. mountains in Rocky Mount. There's Ain't nothing. Uh-huh. I think maybe there's a few hills, mm-hmm. but there's no mountains mm-hmm. whatsoever. There's, we just, I don't even know if I can call it, like, I'm curious at what people outside of Rocky Mount, how they would describe Rocky Mount, who's been there. Like, would y'all say it's country? Because I'm like, I don't know if we're actually country. I think I think Rocky Mount, just like a lot of smaller towns, mm-hmm. it's I don't know, man. It's just, it's its own breed of people, man. Yeah. Where it's like the people that I've met there are very loyal. Like, you know, like when I went to college, you know, like college is kind of like your own like breeding grounds to where like the beginning stage is almost like prison where it's like you stick with North Carolina cats and like, <laughs> oh, you're from Charlotte? Yeah, I'm from Charlotte. Like, yeah. You kind of have your own like breeding. So like I used to dorm with like North Carolina cats. And so yeah. like we would all like stick together. And like one of one of my cats was a Rocky Mountain dude. Like, yeah. Get dressed up. And then it was one dude downstairs, complete opposite of him. That was from Rocky Mountain as well. Like, <laughs> like wore golds, like yep. was like Rocky. I saw both sides of Rocky Mountain. Yeah, so it's just like okay, but the loyalty was there regardless. You know, yeah, I'm a bust your head open, daggone, yeah. be about their business to themselves, but at the same time, like once you get to know them, like very funny people. Those two guys in particular, anyway. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, I'm curious who they were. I could say the same for you. I mean, like once you really get to know you, like you seem like very observant. You know, in the sense of like you know, you're not over you know over like hey but yeah. at the same time once you get get you to talking it's like oh okay like i didn't know he was into stuff like that he's pretty dope yeah, I pretty, he's like yeah. a dope guy <laughs> bro i hope most people say that about me i'm like mm-hmm. man i don't talk a lot i'm just really in this space and i'm like cool this is dope yeah i'm the same way i'm the same way i'm very observant observant um you know i talk when i need to like i got that from somebody previously about a couple months ago they were like yeah like Everybody just says like you you look like mad like my homegirls be saying like he looks alright but he's like mad stone like you know just like <laughs> he, just look, he looks like he wants to like murder somebody <laughs> just like but once you get to know me like I'm just I'm very I'm very chill very like you know yeah give you, give you the shirt off my back if you're that type of person yeah. I just I know the energy of people and so it's like I have a bad poker face I mm. think that's what it is you know I'm not one to be like. Messing with cats when I know the energy is off. And so, like, once, like, if I see you at a spot, like, you'll see me smiling. It's a genuine spot. But if I know the energy is off with certain people, like, I don't have a good poker face at, like, hiding that. And I think that's what people see. Yeah, bro. Which is why I don't go out as much as I used to. I'm like, bro, I got married and you stopped seeing me. Mm. I was like, fam, this is, I'm at home. My energy at home is great. I don't need to leave this energy. Yeah, I feel you. I'm like, yeah, so even being, yeah, even going to a few shows nowadays and just, like, supporting guys, I'll go and support, support like, specific people, of course. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just because typically the energy that they create is the energy that I'm about. Um, and, you know, anything else, man, I just, I, I don't know how to be there. Yeah. And Charlotte, I feel like sometimes what I caught with myself, you kind of get in such a mindset of like, well, I'm going to only go to these kind of shows mm-hmm. because like you, ha- you, it's almost like. I would imagine, like, with somebody, like, smoking crack for the first time. Okay. Where it's like, he's like, okay, I, I don't know where you're going with that. But, like, I'm you know, they're following, they're chasing that first hit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or, or any kind of high. You know, you go to a show, you go to, um, you you know, have shrooms. You're chasing that first high because it was such, like, whoa. Yeah. Like, and then, like, you know, you talk to a lot of ex-addicts. They're always trying to chase that first experience that they had, Word. and so I feel like a lot of people, even even if they find themselves trapped in a clique or environment where it's like this vibe is not the same, <laughs> they'll stick in that trying to get that other that first experience yeah. they had because it's like it's got to be somewhere in the room because this is where I got it. This is where it originated at, right? Yeah, like so, I gotta be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and so and then you get stuck because then it becomes like a comfort area, and you're afraid to expand. Like Charlotte is, they try to make it like a small city, but Charlotte is a lot bigger than what people perceive to be. Yeah, you know when I tell artists like, yo, like if you're not getting love here, go to Pineville. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go go to Union County. Go to Monroe. You know, For go real. to go to Concord. You know, like and and go to these other outskirts cities that are closer because like. It'll catch heat, you know. It'll For catch real. heat. You may not, you may not get love on South End. You know what I'm saying? You may not get love in Plaza Millwood. You may not get love on the West Side. You may get it on the East Side. You may get it on the North Side. And then, like sooner or later, one thing I realize: if if it's organic music and your base starts to build, yeah, like people start to pay attention to that. And so that's good to hear. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. That's game right there, bro. Like. I feel like people don't People definitely don't get encouraged To go outside per se Like If you're like Man I'm trying to get right here in Charlotte You rarely hear somebody say Bro go outside And just try other places cause, Yeah Which is I mean which is wise so, And I use that And I use that Not in the sense of just our artistry But what we were talking about originally Just energy Energy yeah. being off Cause like I'm very solo dolo And I, I don't do it as much as I used to But mm-hmm. I used to drive a lot Like I used to like I put some music on, man. I'll go to like these different spots, or like you know, I'll be that one black dude randomly, like at a, at a country Tuesday. You know oh, what I'm saying? I'll be like, yo, who is that guy? Like, because like a, I have a different palette where it's like I like all different genres of music, right. and b, you'll have experiences with people where it's like, all right, like the it, the energy's getting off over here, and you know, I see the cloud going on over here. I might have a good vibe with these people, and then like we click, and then yeah. like they they accept me more compared to the people that I thought was messing with me, and right? So, yeah, man. Stay open. Yeah. Just go try to find new places, bro. That's like, that's definitely, uh, that definitely sounds like me before. I ain't gonna say before I got married. Now I go with my wife, but like, mm-hmm. now I'm like, I find myself trying things out that like, I've always found myself trying things out that I wouldn't have tried, but I always did it like alone. Yeah. Like, I always go to movies alone, but go to a movie that I wouldn't necessarily like talk about with the people that I'm always around. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I was good for doing that as well. I haven't gone to a theater in a minute. But like, they 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 had a particular. What was that smaller one that they had? Like going towards like, I forget the name of it, but it had. It used to have a bunch of independent films that I would go and watch. For real, but, um, stuff like that. You get different atmosphere. You meet yeah. different taste when it comes to people, and I think that's what we're here for. At the end of the day, you know, like. What you just said um, previously, I feel like you said when we started rec- before we started recording, you were like, "I don't want to leave no stone unturned." 
Yeah. You know, and like we don't know what the afterlife will be. We have we have hints of what like, yo, like we live this life. We, we may see Jesus and stuff like that. Yeah. But you don't know what your mission is going to be there. He may be having you working as a soldier. You know, yeah, you, you may have been here a cook the whole time. And he was like, your spirit is of a fighter. And I want <laughs> I want you on the battlefield. So you're battling stuff with like Michael, the archangel. Bro. I say that to say, like, live this life the best way you can. Try because, to die like, empty, bro. Yeah, even if heaven is like the goal, like you don't you don't know what your job is going to be there, bro. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, because you know they ain't sleeping. What they got to sleep for? They spirits. Yeah. And so it's like, <laughs> you up here grinding, dog. Yeah, man, they up there moving. Like the <laughs> spiritual realm is like, I feel like it's like the Matrix, bro. Like yeah. they, it's a whole different realm. So I say that where it's like, when I realize that, where it's like, man, mortality, you know, it's it's inevitable. Know, like people getting older, you know, you hate to have these talks and stuff, but you know, like we're getting to a point, like you know, my mom, my brothers, we talking about life insurance, like yo, like take this. I don't have children, so my nieces would, get, you know, yeah, be prepared for this. This is what I want you. To do, this is what I want you to do, and stuff like that. Man. You got to be prepared for those things because you know that's the reality of life. And so I say that to say, like, you know, if you have those urges to do stuff, I tell people all the time. Sometimes people fight that, you know, yeah. like, don't ignore that, man. Just just go out there because that could be something where it could lead to a passion, you know, that you, you've been, you you've been uncovered the whole time. You covered up the whole time, I should say. Yeah. I mean, that's how I got into music. It was like I wasn't I wasn't doing anything like music wise. I was working at a church. Actually, one of the elders at the church was talking to me about life insurance. I was like 24. Mm. Crazy like, enough. Yeah. He was like talking. About, he was like, man, do you have. Like, I don't even know if he was elder, but he was like, do you have, do you have life insurance, bro? You got a kid? Like, you got to make sure your kid is okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about this. Like, mm -hmm. And I was like, and I was, at the time I was like, all right, bro, I mean. 24, bro. I'm 24, <laughs> bro. Like, bro, mm -hmm. get off me, bro. Leave me alone, bro. Mm -hmm. And he was looking at me, he was like, bro, I'm trying to tell you. Mm -hmm. Get that life insurance. So I was like, word. So, like. I still haven't got it, but it's like definitely like a, I still haven't got it. That's like, what I like, still don't got it, guys. I was like, guys, but I I do need to actually think about this, and I'm a procrastinator, bro. So I'm like, bro, I need to actually get on that. Mm. Um, but that that's never left left me. Like I ended up studying a whole like book in the Bible about that, where it was like procrastination, not procrastination, but like legacy and just mm. like um, a book that really leans into like death if you like reading it. What is it? It's uh, Ecclesiastes. Oh, okay. Like if you lean, if you read that book, it's like it literally. If you if you read it at face value, it's like a super depressing book. I mean, it was written by David, wasn't it? Uh, King David, Solomon. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's like one of the just you you read it and you're like, like it, of course the vanity of vanity is enjoying, but it's really urging you to like like focus on what really matters mm -hmm. because you're gonna die. Yeah. You're gonna die, bro. So like, trying to be the smartest in a room, vanity. Mm. Trying to be the richest in the room, vanity. Trying to have all the chicks in the room, vanity. Yeah, I did all that, joy, bro. It's vain. What yeah. actually matters is da 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 da. And so it's like, bro, you're gonna die soon. So make the most of it. And when you die, somebody's gonna take over everything you left. Yeah. So like, somebody's gonna take your wife. Yeah. So like wife. yeah. So it's like, fam. <laughs> I mean, like, what are you? What are you putting? All of your energy into what are you mm. putting all of your like time into? Yeah, in that and if if it's the right things and it matters, you know what I mean that's like that's why I was like, bro, I loved I loved reading that book because it was it was sobering, it was humbling, mm. but it also was like I do need to think about my legacy. Word. So yeah, yeah. that's be that's beautiful, man. Because like, and then if you think about 
that's why I said David, but it makes sense to Solomon as well because they they parallel their lives in the sense of like these are two men, and even when you explain who it actually was with Solomon, that's a man who we consider like the, the richest, the wisest. You know, he lived um, in a you know a even greater life as his father because when it comes to concubines, you know, like three hundred them things. Yeah, like he was he was. This is someone who had the fulfillment of the earth. Yeah, and still with all that he had, like Solomon got to such a point, you know. He went to the dark side for a minute, and then had to, you know he came at because of the certain women that he was keeping around him made yeah. him go into that realm. And so this is someone who went from the good to the dark, dark, the occult, coming back and letting y'all know, like, look, I've been there and done that. Yeah. I've seen it all, done it all, got licked, been licked on every kind of avenue. <laughs> yeah. It ain't worth it, bro. Yeah. You know, it ain't worth it. All that's worth it. That hole was still not filled. I needed to get it from God again. Yeah. And so like, his jump was like he was like, the whole duty of man is to fear God and keep his commandments. Mm -hmm. I was like, bro, to end a book like that. <laughs> it's like, brand fam, I was living it up out here, bro, doing everything, bro. I'm telling you, I was living it up. I was having a good time, bro. And I realized, bro, it don't even matter. Mm -hmm. And I was like, damn, bro. Whew. Yeah. So, yeah. That's real life. That's real life. You know, if if what it what is all these things? If if my heart, you know, like I can only imagine what he was dealing with. You know, if you if your heart is still not full of the love of God, you know. Yeah, and he like, bro, and so this is the um, funny thing about it was like, man, talking to talking to a lot of, especially you doing music, you in art, and you're like trying to see where your art fits into like the world. Mm. Um, and that's why, that's what Days in the Sun comes from, is like Ecclesiastes. So I was like, mm. with the whole phrase of like days, like these days under the sun, these mm. days, and he was repeating that. So I was like, bro, what is he actually trying to get you to realize? It's like, bro, these days under the sun, like what you do under the sun has to matter mm -hmm. because where you go after it. Like, so, and so I'm like, man, it, it was, it was huge in me really regaining a uh, understanding of what I'm doing creatively. Um, and like as a husband, as a dad, as a friend, all of that jazz. Mm. So um, I love that book. Ninety one Rodman. Yeah. What? What's What's the? <clears throat> I have my own theory of why that name. Like with ninety one, I say that because that's one of my favorite songs on there. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite interesting players when it comes to like <laughs> that particular year. Um, you know, that was that was someone. If you look at ninety one Rodman. Um, he was a part of the second half. Yeah. You know, like that wasn't that wasn't Bulls Rodman. Yeah. You know, in that sense. Did you do that for the mind frame of where Rodman was at before he got to preparation of championships? Nah, man, because I mean he got well he got see, I, see where my mind went. Yeah. I was like I was <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the jersey like, or the jersey. I was like, fam, he really thought through this. Yeah. But yeah, like, man, of course I was watching the last dance, but it was like one very simplistic thing is um, his hair always had different colors in it. And mm. at the time, I had dyed my hair. Mm. And so I was thinking about it, and I hadn't done it yet. And I was like, man, I'm eventually dyed my hair. But, yeah. like, um, colors in my hair, like, it's Robin. So, yeah. like, he had all these different hairs. So I'm like, me as a creative, I got all these different ideas, all these different thoughts. Mm. Like, I'm Robin. Yeah. All these different things. But it was also like, I'm born in the year 91. Mm, it makes sense, well. right? Yeah, so I like, I like all that piece together. Like right, that. so I'm like born in the year '91. A lot of creativity. I like to create a lot, um, um, but I'm also there's a, a centric value to a lot of the stuff that I like. Mm 
Mm. Like it isn't like some he wasn't a normal dude. Yeah. Very interesting character. Right. And I believe my daughter to be the same way. Mm. And so like it was that song is more of a correlation to like me being created this way, my daughter being created this way. Mm-hmm. So that's why Draw It on the Wall for Layla is also saying, like, yo, you you can be as creative as you want to. Like, mm-hmm. like she has a fascination with things. She clearly wants to create stuff. And so I was like, it's really like an ode to like ode to God, a letter to my daughter to mm-hmm. like, yo, do what you want, be as creative as you want. And the example I'm showing her is Robin. <laughs> so I'm like, like, look at this guy. Yeah. Full yeah. of tattoos. Yeah. Like all these different things. Like he is, he is creative and he's expressing it. Yeah. Like as, as clear as day. Like if you want to know what kind of guy he is, look at what he's wearing that day. Yeah. Look at how he's playing. Look at it. Like his, like all, everything about that guy. Yeah. Was an expression of who he is on the inside. Mm-hmm. Rodman needs his own biopic, and like, like a real, he's had like a couple like some man ones, but yeah. like he needs someone that's really like how they did Last Dance, either a, a real docu series like that that takes the time with him. I would love a movie. Like, yeah, I, that's what I mean. Like I would love a, a real like biopic because the stuff that he went through. Because I, I correlated, and the reason I I brought that that song up. And and I, I appreciate you for explaining that and then bringing your daughter in. It's, it full circles it in that realm. Um, but I thought about you as the artist. And the first time I seen you was, um, first time I seen you live was at Snug Harbor. Yeah. Snug Harbor show. And I was like, this dude's like <laughs> talented. Like yeah. not, not just like, you weren't just like rapping or just singing. Like you, you a real artist out here. Like I was like, Guitar, dude, like, <laughs> like, they're going chilling, they're going neo soul meets, like, Bruh. I'll smack you, like, <laughs> like yeah. that's uh, that Rocky Mount for you, you know, yes, like sir. they know that smooth music because a lot of them that I grew up around was church raised, and but at the same time, don't get it twisted, yeah. And so like, I got that vibe where I was like, oh yeah, like he's he's ready, like it was it was refreshing because yeah. it was like, and, but it. it fit perfectly for that particular show because it was a show I feel like Cuz O'Key was there. Yeah. He was doing his thing. And uh it was just a different vibe that I I, I don't know if it was because I was such in a mind state of like rap mm-hmm. and it was my first time like seeing you. I was like, mm, like this is not what I expected. Yeah. But I left that show knowing that this would come into fruition with the interview. And B, I was like, if he stays on the course, like if he has the right team around him. Yeah. Like it really can be on and popping for this dude. Be crazy. And so with that, fast forward to like me listening to the Nine and One Ramen, I thought about that. Cause like, you know, like the different hair colors, you know, with Ramen eccentric and like the different vibes of who you are as an artist. That was at a year when he did that, you know, that was his middle finger to the NBA Big time. in a sense. To where like he was so looked at as like you know, confused and 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 a problem with the team because of like what he did, but they couldn't get rid of him completely because of the talent of what he was. It's too vital. And then here you come going into San Antonio, where you have a Popovich system that really is not about that, almost comparable to like the Utah Jazz in that sense. And you know what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. And so to have that fast forward for his life, where you have the greatest player of all time, in my opinion the greatest coach of all time, in my opinion, be like, we get it. We get it. We get it. Come over here. Yeah. Because, like, we know the value of you. Yeah. And we can get more rings with this guy. Yeah. And in my head, I'm like, nobody knew that value 
more than Jordan and Pippen, mm. more than Phil Jackson, because mm-hmm. they dealt with them in, in the Pistons. Mm. Nobody knew, like, I'm like, yeah, like the NBA knew that, okay, Robin played defense, he hustled, rebound, he mm-hmm. was a, like, but you never played against that. Yeah. So you really don't know. So it's like, bro, to bring that guy, mm-hmm. man, we can talk basketball all day. <laughs> so I'm trying to avoid that. I'm like, bro. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can bring it. I mean, it's right. it's inevitable, bro. Like you, you named it like that. But yeah, that is what I saw with you mm. in the fast forward. That's why I brought that up with the correlation of that because I was like, yeah, man, like maybe that's him speaking in the sense of like that's how he feels right mm. before he gets to that that domination period of like people being like, oh, like really, Rodman, like yeah, like because then he's you look at now like he's praised. Yeah, we love him. Yeah, we love him. We love him. We but at that time, Draymond Greens. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, man. I I do. There is an element of that for sure. I do have a little chip on my shoulder these days. Mm. So it's it's interesting. But do you feel like you're always doing the dirty work? What do you mean? Like Rodman is considered, you know, the cleanup guy mm. in the sense of I'm doing the stuff that cats don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And it's not getting as appreciated as a Jordan. But I'm guarding Shaq. Yeah. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, man. I don't, Does that make sense in the sense of like. Just like doing just doing stuff that nobody else is trying to do or mm-hmm. wanting to do. In a sense, yeah, man. Like, um, or just having values. Just having certain values that nobody values. Like, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, um, I mean, to speak frankly. Creative community is such an interesting thing because, in general, or are we talking about the space in Charlotte at this at this present? Space moment? in Charlotte, I say space in Charlotte because everybody knows a lot of people that are dope. Mm. It's a lot of dope individuals. A lot of dope individuals, but like, it's interesting to me that you don't know them. Mm. But it's like other people that know that they're dope, and these dope artists that know other dope artists don't really put the other dope artists on like that. Mm. And it's that's interesting. That's that's interesting and odd to me. It is, like, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I understand sometimes you just, like, you don't know what it is to put someone on. Mm-hmm. But it's like, some of y'all just won't even, like, you won't you won't engage. Mm. And I'm like, that's interesting to me. Mm. It's just interesting. I just find it interesting. Like, yeah. that's, to me, that's somewhat problematic. Mm. And I know you can't, you can't necessarily, all, you can't go around singing everybody's praises. But it's like, yeah. But at the same time, like, why not? I was about to say, you can, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you really can. Like, I know you're trying to push your stuff forward, but, mm-hmm. like, homie just dropped his, like, a dope project. Share it. Mm-hmm. Share it. Like, come and do it. Like, yeah. why not? Is that going to make you look bad? Yeah. Like, on, like, there's stuff like that makes me, makes me, it, yeah, it just made, it's just interesting to me. Like, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Makes like, you question certain things. Makes yeah. you, yeah, because like, what's the motive? Mm-hmm. What's the motive? Like, yeah, I'm like, I don't have, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if I have the same perspective of of certain people when it comes to like pushing pushing Charlotte culture scene forward. I don't know about that, but I'm like, I was like, bro, I, I want to see everybody win. Yeah. And if I want to see everybody win, shouldn't I be sharing everybody's stuff? I just, I mean, yeah, I, just, I mean, if two plus two equals, <laughs> I'm just saying. So it's like, you know, what yeah. I mean, 
mm-hmm. it's like how much you gonna talk about it. Yeah. Like I don't want to hear you say, man, there's so much talent in Charlotte. Yeah. But if like you know, what I mean, you know the gram works. You know what the gram does. Mm-hmm. So do what the like you, you know the algorithm. Yeah, you, <laughs> you know what I mean. You know how this junk work, bro. Like yeah. don't 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 act like that, bro. Yeah. Like, unless you really just don't rock with such and such, and I get that. That yeah. makes sense. But I'm like, there's people that you're saying unfollow that you're, me. Then you know what huh? I'm saying. You said what? I said unfollow me. Then yeah, you know like saying? either unfollow me or yeah. or you know what I mean. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. But what, yeah, one if you following me and you don't rock with my music, <laughs> you maybe you rock with me as a person. Mm-hmm. But it's you know what I mean it's it's just interesting to me because I'm like man maybe they're, they're just an evil agent, you know? Right, which is an um, another thing. Mm-hmm. But like I'm like man, I would love to see. I just would love to see more more unity. Yeah, um, and and like more um, presence amongst one another. Um, as we Some of us do show up At each other's shows But like man You know I would love to see More love in the room mm. The best way I can say it Yeah Yeah I could I could see that You know and, and for me You know That's something Talking Talking to people Like I don't know How familiar you are With the podcast But it's like If you listen to Majority of the artists That I have on here mm-hmm. That is um, What they would call The Achilles heel Of Charlotte Yeah In the sense of like it comes back down to not enough action, a lot of talking. Yeah. You know, we we have these discussions, we have these talks, we have these meetings of just like, yo, like if we're gonna do this, we need to do this and connect and like everybody connect and like everybody go to each other's shows and it's like it's like a death in a sense of like and I say it in that sense because like, you know, you'll have someone that freshly passes away and like it's it's RIPs for about a month. Yeah. But then as time goes on, you know, the RIP fades away. The pictures fade away. The profile mm-hmm. pics go back to your own. Yep. And um, the world continues to spin. Yeah. And it's the same in that sense. You know, we'll have these discussions where it just doesn't move as consistent. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it'll it'll be for like a good season, maybe a month here, month there. Um, depending on the artist, it's still clickish in that sense. Like yeah. it may just be happen to be like this person is doing this and like a bunch of artists is going to be there that people want to support so it's like all right but like if one individual individual person was like i'm doing this alone mm-hmm. um I, I would like that support then yeah. i don't know i beg to differ in certain situations but with that i've learned to when i would not just artists but myself because i deal with the same thing dealing with just like you know the politics of dealing with like social media and because i would like to call myself like in the sense of like an influencer or like a, a podcaster and stuff like that yeah um, media outlet you doing it bro. and i get it in that realm you know with someone with you know some of the ogs from some of the ogs some of them show me love and then some of them don't some yeah. of the people currently like that are doing the same stuff that i show love to yeah. you know i show them love they don't show me love it's all good though and yeah that's how like I, I used to be bitter about stuff like that but then like at the same time it's like just move just work you know like just go to work like like the same thing, like, I think I was telling VVG this the last interview I had. And, um, you know, I start paying attention to, like, you know, Spotify has, like, year-end stuff. Where, like, they'll show you, like, your algorithms of, like, what's going on. And, like, and I started seeing I was getting support from, like, the UK. I started seeing I was getting, like, people listening in, like, Switzerland, you know, and, and South Dakota. And it was just, like, you know, you're, you're, it goes into the same play when I was talking about, like, you may not get it in South End. Yeah. You may get it in Monroe. You yep. know what I'm saying? Right. It, it may be a, a group of people that 
think you are dope. Like, yo, man, we want you to, like, headline this spot here in Monroe. And, like, you may get that love there, and then it may spread. You know, a prophet doesn't get respect in his own city. That's yeah. scripture. You know, yeah. like, when, when Christ went back there, they were like, you talking about Mary, son? Yeah. Like, we seen that cat, like, who? Buddy was building tables, bro. Yeah, like, are you serious right now? Are you dumb? <laughs> get him out of here, bro. Like, that's how they be, though. Yeah. So it's sad, but, I mean, like, saying we could say the same with, like, Kirk. You know, a lot of people... Trash Kirk, man, the baby for doing like uh. the stuff like, oh yeah, man, like he's 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 he doesn't do this or he doesn't do that. They, one thing they can't say about that man, that man was not out here busting his ass. Like he was nope. busting his ass. Yeah. Like he was working. He was in the same rooms with these cats. And I think that's what throws people off sometimes because like when you don't and then like they don't vibe with you in that sense yeah. and then you be the one person that they actually blows that nobody was like really vibing with yeah and then they ex expect you to extend your hand back out but you don't mm -hmm. people feel some kind of way about that but oh, yeah. then what do you expect at yeah. the same time because you y'all weren't rooting for this man you know what i'm saying like y'all had your own clicks mm -hmm. he had his set click of people that was messing right. with him and then we're seeing in due time like the people that was messing with him yeah he's He's helping out. Yeah, and it's like, bro, I just, man, we've heard that we've heard it so many different ways and so many different times. We're better together. If we could do it together, if you're gonna show up for homie, show up for homie. If you want to see him win later, like clap for him now. Yeah. Like watch, like push him now, encourage him now. Like it ain't it ain't always about whether or not their product is perfection now. Like, like, bro, it, it's just interesting to me. But it's, I mean, even with OG stuff, like it's. OG stuff is interesting. I don't have a personality mm. to be like sunned. I'm like not good. <laughs> I'm not good with that. Like it doesn't work with yeah. me. Um, but I mean, it's levels to that. You can you can still be an OG and and not sun someone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can. can uh, OG is not someone like sunning you. Uh, OG is what what an OG is supposed to do is give people good advice. Mm -hmm. You know, is to open avenues for people that like, yo, I went this way, go to the right because the left, whoo, a lot of snakes Crazy. there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, I got this thing going on. Like, I got a slot for a radio thing coming up at midnight. You want to come up? I mean, it's at midnight, but it's an interview. You know, yeah. like that. That, that that's that's an OG, right? Where it's like you don't have, and and I think a lot of the things where uh, this generation that I'm in and the generation below me that's bumping heads with the OGs mm -hmm. is some of these OGs are talking to, and, and then respect need to be due, of course, but at the same time they're talking to them like they're their children. Yeah, and it's like you it's can't talk to you can't you can't talk to some of these grown men like that, bro. Yeah, even even if what you did, of course, for the city or for the community. Was good. Um, was good. I mean, you still have to have respect on your end as well. Yeah. And realize that this is a grown man at the end of the day. Even if he's a quote unquote um up and coming artist that may not be well. known in your world, like he's still a grown man in his world. Yeah. And and moves how he moves. And so respect comes on both ends. Yeah. And you know, shout out to the OGs, like it's a it's a lot of them that do do that. You know, shout out to the cats that's like helping out the, the younger cats. Like I see like I see the King Carters doing what they do. Got their got their labels for what they do. The Sporty Ordies, you know, Cassas yeah. doing what they're doing. Sporty Ordie went from promoting parties, having his own label, doing real estate. Like shout out yeah. to those cats, man. No Limit Larry, you know, it's it's cats out here that's doing it, but you know, like it has to be, it needs to be more, it needs to yeah. be more. But I just think that communication needs to be on both ends as well. One hundred percent, yeah. So, yeah, I, yeah. I'm just, it's interesting, but it, I. I would like to be optimistic and say I think it's it's going to get better. Um, people can continue to 
it's inevitable, bro. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 just like Atlanta in a sense. Like they can only gatekeep with, with just how technology is, social media, um, the industry. You know, like it's a changing of the guards inevitably yep. because of just you're either gonna be with it. It's like Snoop Dogg. You know, like it's a reason why Snoop Dogg is so beloved. Yep. It's because he he can adapt to any atmosphere and he's cool with the younger generation. And he show love. He show loves. He comes back down and like I remember when like he he did a song with Wiz mm-hmm. like and that was a big deal and yeah. that then and soon after that Black and Yellow came out it was like like yeah. it was took it to I, that co-sign <laughs> is such a big deal that people like try to sleep on now yeah like you don't have like. A and R's no more. The A and R is a dying yeah. art. Artist development is a, is a dying art. Is you know? social media making them irrelevant or like? And because I'm like, I don't understand why there aren't more A and R's. Because like, I feel like they should be all over the place. Because mm-hmm. talent is all over the place now. Yeah. So I'm like, I wonder why that job is like dying out. That's very interesting too. Like, I think it's still around. I think it's just it died out with artist development because of. Um, that's that's really a part of what the A and R would do. Yeah, the A and R would be in the studio with you. A and R is almost like, in a sense, another manager to a degree, mm-hmm. but they're just not doing the day to day stuff. But they're they're listening to the projects. They're going they're going to the artist shows and like and seeing like okay, they can see the potential of what it can be right. if he works on certain things. You know, they're they're letting them know like yo, maybe you should get this producer and get this sound. Like cats are not doing that no more. Because of like that's one of the gifts and the curses of the internet, where it's yeah. like you got cats that are blowing up fast off the internet, and then they're going immediately to like Fallon, <laughs> and and then like they have no kind of skill in a sense yeah. of like stage presence of like what this could, should look like or that should look like, and so like but they're they're getting the numbers. Yeah. The label is saying like, all right, they got the numbers, so we don't need artist development no more. Like yeah. that's obsolete. We don't need an A and R to be in every session now and like let them know maybe this or that, but man. You know, I think it has to do a lot with like the emergence of so many like internet stars that have become of what they become to where like you don't have as many A and R's doing the footwork that they used to do. A and R used to have to go to clubs. Yeah. And, like they would go to an open mic and yeah. be like, Yeah, that's that's nice. They would go to like a snow show you were at and like, Yeah, I like this to Kobe do. Like, yeah, yeah like I'm gonna I'm come to another one of his shows. Another that's and some I mean. of them still do that, but it's very obsolete, especially in Charlotte, you know, yeah. in Charlotte, where like you're you're just getting like bigger labels that are being established the past two, three years. You know what I'm saying in mm. Charlotte? And so it's like... What big, What's the label? What, what are the labels here? I mean, you got... We can look at... Um, it's a couple of them. You can look at Southern uh, Social Currency. What I was talking about was um, Sporty Ordy. Yeah. You can look at um, South Coast... South Coast... <laughs> 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 you can look at South Coast Music Group with Arnold, Arnold Taylor and King okay. Carter. Okay. Um... Then you got the baby with his own thing with Billion Dollar Baby. And so that's three. That's three right there. And all of those are partnered with Interscope. And so it's Mm. like when when we're looking at the umbrella, you got you got three that I just named that are connected to a bigger umbrella of Interscope to where, you know, they deal with rap. They deal with R&B. And they're all black. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that would but that's just up. that's just one pocket. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of more individuals, like ind- independent. Like it's a lot of independent artists that are signed to other independent labels. Yeah, I was like, man, I don't even know nothing about them dudes, bro. Yeah. 
Well, I think I know about the King Carter and Billy the Elevator, of course. But, um, yeah, that's amazing. I hope people hear that and be like, yo, I'm going to go. <laughs> they about to flood their account. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they know, bro. They yeah. know. I mean, these cats out here know. I think it really comes back down to, like, when it comes to, like, those particular guys. I think they're building up. It's so many people, bro. It's so many artists. Yeah. It's like winning a lottery. And so it's like, and, and this is just me from outside looking in. I think unless like some, like if a Takobi came around, mm-hmm. you know, I would pay attention to that. But I'm not just going to put anyone in the forefront of a dude that's from my side of town that I know has been trying to kill it for years. And yeah. then I finally have the bank to back him. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what it is a lot when these okay. scenarios, you know, which is, it comes, you can, you can call it still clickish to a degree, Yeah, but I think it's still business. If, if I know that person has consistently been doing this thing, now it'd be different if the person was trash and yeah. that happens a lot of time too. Like, you know, you, you call it like a tax free check. Like a lot of these labels, they may sign their boy because they're so-and-so's son yeah. or so-and-so's daughter. And like, you know, it'd be that a lot of the time, but sometimes it'd be like some TDE situations. Like they, they were in the mud together yeah. and then TDE got that deal with Interscope to where everybody else was able to eat off of. Man, so TDE is so like, cause I know everybody do the TDE versus Dreamville thing. But I'm like, man, TDE is just like, yeah. Mm. They, they boy is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, says says about the drop. Yeah, mm. Kendrick gone down. Yeah, bro. I'm like, I'm kind of like, I know he just dropped the album and the joint was fire, but I'm like, I'm really excited to see what he does mm. with like new label stuff and just like, yeah, he signed some hard and he's, I mean, of course he signed uh, Keem. Yeah, Keem. Yeah, I mean, that's his first artist. And then Tana. Um, like, I don't think nobody talk about Tana Leon like that, Mm-mm. but like. He he's dope. Yeah, um, I was like, I don't make music like that, but bro, I'm like, I mean, I feel like that's something my daughter going to end up tapping into. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I'm like, I'm excited to see what's up with him. Yeah, yeah, I think he's he's getting into the mode of um, what Cole was when yeah. it comes to Dreamville. I think it took him a while to um, really get his footing. And then sometimes you got to have the desire of that. Yeah. Cole may have had that desire earlier on. It sounds like it, he did. Yeah, because it's not like, I mean, Kendrick, would, when Kendrick <coughs> had Good Kid, Mad City, he freaking exploded. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like he didn't have the money backing to where if like, hey, I want to get out of this and do my own thing. Yeah. Like he could have been did that. You know what I'm saying? But I think for him, it was just the time and the maturity. You know, that yeah. takes a lot. Like I was watching, I was just watching um, the Dreamville came out couple of years back where they were doing revenge and you know yeah. like they showed the process of that and like it was a, it was a part of it when cole was like he was like i'm just now getting back into like getting some kind of like um sense of wanting to write yeah he was like because the first day he was like man the first day i had ceo hat on he was like i, I didn't have no kind of like sense of wanting to write because I wanted to make sure everything was good with the artists and the yeah. other artists that was visiting and I was going from room to room and making sure the producers are good he was like and I didn't have no desire to write he was like it took me a couple of days to get out of that hat to get that hat yeah. put that other artist hat on and so sometimes that may be the case you know with Kendrick probably looking at that because they're close yeah. he can see it from afar he probably realized this is going to take a lot yeah. so 
I want to make sure I have the time. If I'm a produce artist, I'm a produce artist. You know Bruh, what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, I know this probably like pivoting, but like for the Revenge of the Dreamers joint and when he was inviting Cass into that, was there certain artists that you wish were in there? That you know, like, no weren't, that you know weren't in there? Because, like, I got I got one in my head that I'm, like, low-key surprised he just wasn't in there. Um, I don't know, man. We can think of a couple. I mean, I, I feel like Brent would probably would have sounded good on it, a couple mm-hmm. of tracks. Yeah. I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing Brent on a couple of them. A lot of it, a lot of it just be the chemistry of just, like, you know, you yeah. have you have you they've probably been friends in the industry for years and they That's finally true. had that time frame. And then a lot of them probably was like how you said, like a buddy situation, maybe. But yeah. Buddy touched a lot of Buddy was tracks. going he around was all over that jump. Yeah, bro. So, I don't know what he was on that had him on like he had yeah. some prolific stuff going and he was just going around everywhere, bro. Yeah. But I think that might have been chemistry. I don't know yeah. how close they were pre previous to that, true. but I think the chemistry with him with the other artists was so good. That it was just like, yeah, let's just keep him on these tracks because yep. like he's killing it. Yeah. I thought for he was on so many on that that Revenge of the Nerds, I thought they were about to say they didn't sign him. <laughs> like, it was just like, yo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that just when it's something's hot, you just let that chemistry run. Yeah. But for me, I think going to your original question, what you said, I think Brent, I think I would have loved to hear his kind of tone on certain things. I um, bro, I was hoping to hear Mick. I was hoping to see Mick get in. Mick like, Jenkins? Yeah. Yeah, what you know about Mick Jenkins, man? Bro, Mick Jenkins is like that dude to me, bro. Yeah, I think he's underrated. Hundred percent. Yeah, I, but in like in the sense he doesn't, the way he presents himself. Oh, he definitely don't care. Yeah, but like it's he cares, but he doesn't care. Yeah, yeah. any artist like deals with. I think he cares in the sense of like he cares to push himself creatively all the time, but he's not caring in the sense of like um. who's gonna like. What magazine is gonna call me? Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he cares in that realm. Like yeah. he knows he's confident with himself. He knows the fan base that he has. And now for y'all, I want to continue to challenge myself creatively. Yeah, that's why I was like, bro. I think I cause like when I first started rapping, I didn't know who Mick was. Mm-hmm. And then somebody like shared like one of the homies that tell me about him. That's so how I was like, bro. This dude is like, like why they not talking more about Mick? Mm-hmm. And then I found Saba. Yeah, through someone else, mm-hmm. and then I was like. I'm moving to Chicago. When did you start rapping? Like seriously, seriously. Like, when did you start like taking it to where it was like, yeah, seriously, I want to do this. I want to start putting my stuff out. Twenty four. Twenty four. Yep. Twenty twenty four. Something like that. Um, I had somebody come up to me in a like was like, bro, you, like you got potential. And I had put out a bunch of like singles. Yeah, like all those on SoundCloud. And they were like, they were trash. Mm. Um, oh Respect man. your honesty. Right, they were my trash. <laughs> they, um, like my raps were good, but I didn't know production-wise what I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and the dude at the time that was producing wasn't wasn't it yet. And um, and I just was sort of adjusting. I was like, even if I look back, I was like, I was saying some stuff. Like I was spitting, but I was like. You could see it there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like the more and more I did it, um, it really fanned like that flame where I was like, bro, I'm better than a lot of these niggas out here. Mm. And I was feeling that way. And, um, and after a while I was like, all right, cool. We end up, we, me and a homie at the time, we ended up switching up sound. We did more kind of a like soul sample stuff. And I was mm. like, Oh my gosh, mm. 
we did this like little. This is it. Yeah, we did this little mixtape. I think it was like what 2017, around that time. And I was like, yo, I think we got it. And then um, um my first, I did my first like Spotify record um on the, with this drink all ready to grow with like Pat Junior produced that drink. Mm. And um, he was like, yo, nigga, you like, you killed that joint. So I was like, word. I was like, bro, I might be on to something. Mm-hmm. And then I think I was like, I think I was around like 20, 20, 26, around that time, 26, 27. And then that was it. That's when I was like, I think, I think I might want to try this joint. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's put all the energy in it. Yeah, like, and even then, I still don't think I knew, I understood what it was to put all my energy into it, because mm. I still was doing other things. I still was, like, messing with this and messing with that, but I was like, all right, bro, I actually got, like, I didn't realize how much I had to say until I started, like, trying to figure out music. Mm. Like, I didn't know how much I, like, knew, how much was, like, natural to me. And what? So I was like, I was always doing. Did you grow up in that musical musical type of like atmosphere? Like besides church, play the instruments. Like nah, man, I never played an instrument. I still don't play an instrument. Mm. Like, but um, I like. I think I always understood how to match because I was in choirs, in church choirs. Mm. Um, my dad, my dad sang though. Mm. So my dad was like leading worship at church and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, my dad was out here singing, bro. That's so, what's up. But like nobody knew, nobody knew I could sing. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew I could sing. I think my homies knew I could rap because we would like do little freestyle sessions. Yeah, freestyle before. here and there. Yeah, like before like Bible study and joint. And so it was like doing junk like that, man. Like was like the closest thing to taking it serious. And at the time, my friends we weren't we were too immature to take anything like that serious. Mm-hmm. And I would get looking back on it now, I would get super frustrated. When we would get together and like be trying to make music, but Cass is like goofing around too much. Yeah. Bro, I would get so annoyed. Mm. I would get so mad, bro. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I'm never working with you niggas again. <laughs> <laughs> never working with you niggas again. Y'all don't got it like you I got it. I'm telling you, bro. Passion isn't there. You know what I mean? I got something to say. <laughs> I had just got saved, bro. So I was like rapping, bro. I was like, bro, I got a lot to say. <laughs> These niggas don't love the Lord. The kingdom so, of God is at hand. <laughs> <laughs> we got to let them know, y'all. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then, you know what I mean? Bruh, that was a funny years, though. Mm-hmm. That's, that was a funny year. Like, looking back, I was like, bro, I was such a clown. Yeah. I had nothing to say. Beautiful moments, though, because it builds you. It grows you <clears> to where you get to the level where you are now, where you have a days under the sun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so much of, like, a diary, in a sense, talking about. And, and, and like you said, like a really a love letter to your child in the sense of like preparing her and yeah. you know, these are things that she can listen to as she gets older and be like dope yo this is dope man yeah um and so more power to you bro because that's that's dope I, from the singles to you dropping this this year like it's been a dope experience for the listener and myself to just see the different type of like elements you jump into and like i'm excited to see what else that you have coming up um i want to get into that and just in the vibe of just like you had this project that you put out um you've experienced that um what is your mindset now coming into like you know preparing for another one that you're that you're planning on like releasing it Cause you you gave me a little taste of what yeah what that can sound on it it sounds beautiful thanks so, man um bro honestly what was the mindset in creating this i should say 
in the new one? Yeah. Um, honesty. Um, just honesty. Like I don't think I've ever, I've I've made like truthful music. Mm. I can say, but I've never made like honest, like vulnerable, like you know how I feel mm. about things. Like I've never made. I don't think I've made anything that I've like been like, man, that really makes me feel some type of way. Or I think I think about where I was when you know what I mean. Like I'm. I'm trying to invoke a lot more emotion with this one within myself and, and with, within others. So I'm like, the only way I know how to actually do that and, and like how I've always experienced it in life was like an honest record. Like mm. we should make some, I was like, I need to make more honest music. And so I, mm. like, that's what I like been thinking about probably over the last like four or five months was like, I want to be more honest on my records. Do you think days was kind of <clears> like <throat> a preparation for that in a sense, because you touch it like, it's in days. Yeah. You, know, you have the flashes of it. Do you think that's just, that was like preparation in the sense of like ushering in for this, like almost birthing? Yeah. Like maybe subconsciously. Cause I, I mean, I think days. Of that wasn't a plan. Yeah. Like okay. it wasn't at all. Cause days on 400 probably was the beginning of it. Cause I was like thinking about most of the, what I was thinking about with days in the sun for sure. It was of course like my daughter, my wife, my family. Mm-hmm. But I was like, man, I don't like, am I, Am I putting everything I have into this? Because mm. um, I was like, there's a part of me. I was like, like the the lyric of days under like in 400 was like, I want to make sure I put the best art that I can out. Mm. And so I was like, man, like what, what does that mean? Like, like what am I actually saying in that joint? Because I'm like, yeah, but like, my favorite art is the most honest stuff. Like. So I was like, I need to make sure I'm doing that. So like, it's almost like now I'm I'm taking what I got from Days in the Sun and like building a philosophy around it, mm. so that every time I approach my music or whatever I'm creating, that the first and foremost thing is honesty. Mm. So that's pretty much what I'm starting with now. Is like, I just want to be more honest. I just want to be more straightforward. I want to be me. Like I don't want to like give you an image at this point. Word. So. Kind of over trying to like doctor up every little thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. facts. I feel that same here, bro. Same here. I like that. Well, well said. I want to leave off with um, you know another realm that you're in, and uh, there's been a great sit down. You know, getting to know you more. And, yeah. You know the mindset of you as an artist. Um, let's let's jump into the mindset of you as you know a business owner, you know, mm. coffee connoisseur. You know, what are some of the, you know, you, we talked about a little bit of the struggles, the gripes of like what can be um, considered things that need to be worked on when it comes to a um, artist community in Charlotte. Like what are some of the battles that you yourself being a black business owner that you've dealt with that have, mm. you know, prepared you in a way and, and molded you to, you know, you know, be a better business owner in a sense. Um, you're I, dealing with coffee. And, yeah. you know, like, that's, that, is a, that is a realm where it's, like, it's not a lot of us in there already. Yeah. And so it's, like, I would, I would expect it'd be some ups and downs with that, with that challenge. Man, I think on a personal note, I think there's a part of it that's, like, I want you to drink black coffee. Mm. Like, but I also realize I got to get you there. Like, so it's like on the personal, I'm like, bro, I want you to drink black Ethiopian coffee. I want you to know mm. 
why I'm choosing Ethiopia. I want you to know why I will continue to choose Ethiopia. And, um, but then it's like on the business front as well, like in trying to do business with other like black folks in Charlotte is that, um, just a hesitancy mm. that you, that people would have, um, like nobody wants to like sit down and make a plan. Sometimes it seems, it seems I could be wrong, but like it just feels that way. So I'm like, you know, that stuff. And it's a lot that I still don't know about business. Mm. Like, um, I know I'm going to have to do taxes. Yeah. So I don't Wesley snipe myself, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. but I like, know, like, I'm like, man, having to like humble myself and do what works so I can do my vision sometimes is, is, been the tug and pull it's like yo like i'm not losing something if i compromise mm. hit this that, and the third so i'm like man like learning that compromise and, and stuff like that isn't like necessarily um a death note yeah um it's like yo you're doing this so you can like so this idea can live mm. so like let's compromise on this so this can live yeah um and then like um Contracts aren't barriers; they're bridges. Mm, yeah, like I absolutely hated contracts, bro. Like, mm. Contracts were like the word "contract" felt like a cuss word, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like bro, they were like, "Fam," a con- I was like, "Man, so man, I'm gonna send you over the contract." Hey, man, you don't gotta do all of that, <laughs> brother. You don't have to uh, send me a contract. No, we'll shake on it. <laughs> we can just shake on it, bro. Verbally, I believe you, bro. I trust you. Yeah, and then I realized I was like, actually, definitely send me that contract. Yeah, I'm gonna if, need that in black and white. Yeah, if you don't, I will, and I won't even talk to you again until you do mm. contract. Because I was like, what it does, uh, and what I, I will say, what I learned that it does mm-hmm. is that it cuts out all of like the, it cuts out all of the like confusion. Yeah, and it allows does. everybody to do what everybody does. And if you really do this, you shouldn't be afraid of it being in black and white. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be worried about whether or not it's in black and white because it's what you're going to do anyway. Yeah. So it's like, yo, let's just get it down. And if you do decide you want a trip, brother, you said it's in a contract. <laughs> so like, I can pull it up right here. Yeah. So it's accountability for you and me. So we can also like, but like you also need those things as like boundaries so everybody can work freely, which yeah. sounds weird. But it's like, nah, bro, you need those boundaries for the sake of your freedom. So yeah. how you operate this time, you're not overthinking whether or not somebody going to get you on the back end, whatever the case may be. It clears your conscience. So, like, yeah. praise God for the contracts, bro. Because I had, bro, I was like, man, I did not want anything to do with that joint. But mm-hmm. now I'm, like, all about it. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that you learn as you continue to grow as a businessman. Yeah. You, know, you, you realize how important that is. and. You know, as 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 LeBron said at one point, he said he had to get used. He had to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. And I feel like the beginning stages of you being a business owner, when you think about something like contracts, it can be an uncomfortable setting because you're like, ah, I don't, you know, you don't want to deal with the process of like that. But then once you adapt, yeah, you like you say, you realize how much more of a clear conscience you can have with that. When God forbid stuff hits the fan, and it's yeah. just like. Oh, do I do I have to worry about this or worry about that? Like, no, I don't got to worry about that. Yeah, it's it's, it's in the ink. Yeah, at the end of the day, and so and and I mean the last thing, and it was from a conversation I just had with a friend, but like, 
it sounds so black and white and so like, duh, but you really can't expect the business to work if you're not all in. Yeah. Like, it sounds crazy, but you can't teeter. Yeah, I agree. Like, there's not like in business, like there's no such thing as like teetering. Because you really do get what you, like, you get out of it, what you put into it. So it's like, it's weird that way. I learned that because in a lot of ways I was teetering. I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. A little bit of this. And I'm going to do a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And, but also another thing just for the uh, creatives that are entrepreneurs, there's like, speaking to me. Although that is true of me having to like make sure I'm not teetering, nobody can define all in for me. Mm, so yeah. like I I have to define all in for me. Yeah. And when I can define that is when I can go all in. Once you know what that is, you can go all in. But nobody can nobody really can tell you. Because yeah. you know. Mm. You would sen- you essentially know what going all in is. And if you're afraid of that all in, just do it. Yeah. Just do it scared. Nike, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. Just do it. Just do it. Great words. Wise words from Kobe, man. It's been an honor, daggone, sitting down with you and getting to know you more. Bro, thanks for having Um, me. This is is a dope setup, too, bro. Shout out to Pods, too. Shout out to KB. You know, the man behind the scenes doing his thing with it, man. Um, Teamwork makes the dream work, bro. Yeah. With everything, man. Um, go ahead and give people, you know, your socials, you know, way, ways to find your music, you know, I mean, it's Kobe Hines, you know, you can just do that when it comes to streaming platforms, but you know, give people your socials and everything. Um, so Instagram, Twitter is not, nah, it's to Kobe. So it's like, <laughs> nah, yeah. So like I get a lot of Jacobis mm-hmm. and da, 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 da. So I'm like, nah, it's to Kobe. So N A H I T S T E C O B Y. Um, and then that's Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to follow my coffee account, it's Days Under Sun Coffee um, on Instagram. And yeah. yeah, I like that name. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's 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 beautiful, right? Like mm-hmm. it's kind of inspirational. Like, damn, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. It means a lot of things. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure, for sure, man, for sure. All right, man, it's been great stuff, man. This is as of late. Thanks for listening to As of Late Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to As of Late Podcasts on both of those. You can also listen to As of Late Podcasts on Anchor.fm and Google Podcasts.